Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to Hollywood Phonies, the podcast where the fake movies in real movies become real movies from fake movie makers. I'm Ben Vanell. I'm Tommy Dasilo. And I'm Adam Knox. In the 1999 romantic comedy Notting Hill, foppish bookstore owner William Thacker has a chance encounter with superstar actor Anna Scott. He is immediately smitten and attempts to spend more time with her by sneaking into a press conference for the film that she is currently promoting, Helix. The film's great. And um, I just was wondering whether you ever thought of having um, more uh, horses in it well we would have liked to but it was um difficult obviously being set in space space right yeah yeah obviously very difficult helix looks set to continue the box office dominance of anna scott's previous canon but other than a few stray details and a very vague poster we see very little of helix in notting hill so what exactly is the titular helix who is young misha barton playing in the film And is the flesh-eating robot really evil or secretly good? We'll answer all of these questions and more on today's... Hollywood Phonies! So, Helix, Anna Scott's 22nd movie. Woo. Is it really? Mm. They mentioned that. Yep. Huh. Wow. That's not just an assumption that you've made. <laughs> no, that's mentioned in the film. That's not head canon. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Tommy Canon. Okay. That's, that's not canon printer. It's canon from the movie Notting Hill. Notting mm. Hill. Yes. Which I said to you guys in our, in our chat that... Uh, there's actually a f- there's almost like a fake film within the poster for Notting mm, Hill because mm. the title of Notting the poster is Hugh Grant walking past a poster that says Notting Hill yes. on it and it's got a photo of Julia Roberts so it's like almost like the film Notting Hill exists as a film within the poster for the film Notting mm. Hill but that's in within the canon of Notting Hill Notting Hill is not a movie or it's not covered Notting Hill is a place that is well, that's tr- that, that, that much that is, is definitely canon, real world we, and poster. We don't know then. Perhaps the poster that is depicted in the poster mm. is a poster advertising Notting Hill as a destination. Well, and it's a fantastical oh. story too. So maybe they've made an adaptation of the events of the film Notting Hill, right? After in the fact, the world of Notting Hill because. Right. It's a. It's just such a fascinating thing for a big blockbuster movie star to fall in love with just a human being, <laughs> just a gorgeous average yeah, human being, just a Hugh Grantman being. <laughs> so what is? I, I haven't seen Notting Hill. I still haven't. I know it's a rom com. Right. What is Hugh Grant's uh, character? He works, works at a bookshop, a travel bookstore. And oh, his okay. character is that he's Hugh Grant. Right. Yeah. But he he's a bookshop version of Hugh Grant. Reese Iphens is a yep. is a, a, a Welshman. Just shithead house. <laughs> he mate. plays a Welshman. Just a pure piece of shit. Okay. Just a real dirtbag. He's like a real um 
Jeremy from Peep Show, I imagine. You'd, you're in the right ballpark. Okay. You're in the right area of London, he's which is like Notting Hill. He's like an early career role, sort of like Jack Black kind of character. Right. Like goofy, yeah. you know, sort of scene-stealing friend who's right. like only in it a little bit, but when he is, you're like... God damn it, that guy is funny. This, walking this guy's popping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's wearing yeah. a snorkel at one point <laughs> yeah. for some wow. reason. You're yeah. like, that's <laughs> wacky. Here in the 90s. Anyway, So yeah. maybe we could look in a future episode of this. Perhaps we could do the uh, film within a film, Notting Hill, yes. uh, inspired by the events that take place but in like the real world film, Notting Hill. A but modern today, version yeah. where like uh, a famous podcaster falls in love <laughs> with just a regular low-level podcast fan. <laughs> Imagine, Imagine that ever happening. Yeah, Imagine crazy. a podcaster, one of a, a YouTuber, one yeah. of the most famous people in the world one ever. One of society's trained. elites. <laughs> <laughs> that they would ever ask for fucking photographs for anyway. I don't want to get it. I okay, don't know why. so Ronnie Hill. <laughs> Anna Scott is Julia Roberts' character. Anna Scott is Julia Roberts' character. She is, uh, yeah, this is a 20-second film. She is just about as famous as it's possible for a person to be. She's when pretty the, much the biggest actor in the world. Yeah, when yep. the paps get uh, wind of her being uh, having stayed over at Hugh Grant's house, uh, she she opens the door to the apartment, and you've, you've probably seen this specific clip, Ben. There's, like, photographers just lining the street, mm-hmm. like probably hundreds of them. Uh, Julia Roberts mentioned that she'd never had anything like that happen huh. to, you know, she'd been chased by Paps, but not on that scale. Right. So she's, Anna Scott is bigger in the world of this film than Julia Roberts is in the was in the real wow. world at the time of the making of this film. I believe sure. she mentions that her salary, uh, her last salary for her film was... $15 million. They have, so she goes to like, this isn't about Notting Hill, but <laughs> Notting Hill's pretty good. So I'll talk about it. So yeah, they go to like a dinner to meet, uh, you know, Hugh Grant's friends and, and family and stuff. Right. And uh, yeah, she is talking to like his brother or friend or something who's like yep. a doctor. And he very rudely asks like, so what do you make? We're doing what you do. You're like an actor, right? He doesn't recognize her. And he's oh. like, what do you make being an actor if you don't mind? And she's like, oh, I made 15 something like that million. 15 yeah, million. Yeah. Wow. She's Which- high paid, high profile, and she's on a, uh, a a promotional tour in the UK is how she meets Hugh Grant, I think, yeah. for this movie, which is called... It's called Helix. Helix. And okay. so I believe the 15 mil figure, that would have been for Helix. That would have been her fee for Helix. I guess so, sure. Presumably, yeah. Mm. So, 20-second film, she's getting 15 mil for it. Uh, it is described... There are two little references to how it is described mm. in the in, uh, in Notting Hill. Um, it features a psychopathic flesh-eating robot. Yeah. Is sort of the only real detail we get. And it's also described as being a cross between the film's Close Encounters and uh, Jean de Florette. Right. So I've seen Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Mm-hmm. I don't know Jean de Florette. Okay, well, here are the for, for anyone who hasn't seen either of them, here are the descriptions of both. Close Encounters is a science fiction adventure about a group of people who attempt to contact alien intelligence. Mm-hmm. Uh, Richard Dreyfuss's character witnesses an unidentified flying object and even has a sunburn from its bright lights to prove it. Yes. I... Refuses to accept an explanation for what he saw and is to prepared to give up his life to pursue the yes. truth about UFOs. Yes, becomes obsessed with UFOs. Mm-hmm. So yeah. now here is a little wrinkle here. I don't know if this is actually 
Julia Roberts, Anna Scott's 22nd movie, or if, if it is 12-year-old actress Misha Barton in the movie's 22nd movie, because this is some dialogue from the film. William, which is, I think, Hugh Grant, because mm-hmm. he sneaks into like a thing to try and talk to Julia Roberts, and okay. he's having to pretend to be a reporter for Horse and Hound. Is this your first film? 12-year-old actress, Misha Barton. Well, it's actually my 22nd. Hello. Oh, okay. William, any favourites among the 22? 12-year-old working with Leonardo. William Da Vinci, 12-year-old DiCaprio. William, of course. And is is he your favourite Italian director? This is back when Leonardo DiCaprio was relatively new. This Fuck is like 97. Yeah. Yep. So... Um, <laughs> 97... So... T- Titanic. It's, that little movie's come out. <laughs> it's it's definitely at least on the horizon, looming yeah. like an iceberg. Yeah. 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 Okay. So. Okay. Funny. Perhaps I. Yeah. Perhaps I've misread. Perhaps it's not Anna Scott's twenty second film. Because here's a second important thing to remember. Mm-hmm. There, there are three cast members listed in yeah. the movie. So Anna Scott. Yep. Someone else. Clark Peters. Okay. Who is a real actor? He was in The Wire. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Misha Barton. Yes. Who is a twelve year old character? Twelve uh, year old actor, and she is playing. Helix. She's Helix. It, she is listed in the credits <sighs> okay. as, as Helix. Yeah, I believe Clark Peters' credit is lead actor in Helix. So he must be you the know, psychopathic I, flesh-eating robot, perhaps. perhaps. Maybe, but also could be Misha Barton. And also, yeah. I've gotten it wrong, she is listed as Helix 12-year-old actor. Yeah, right. So okay. she is the 12-year-old actor in Helix. Yeah. She okay. doesn't have okay. to be Helix. We don't know what Helix is or who Helix is. I, I, th- I, I, I think. Yeah, okay. It's it's hard because it's not a real movie. No. <laughs> okay, so here's the uh, description of Jean de Florette. Yes, yes. Uh, an acclaimed French drama, the an, an enterprising man returns to his native countryside after the serving after serving in the military, intent on growing expensive flowers. He conspires with his uncle to gain access to a hidden spring on a neighboring property. When their initial attempt to buy the land fails, they must contend with Jean de Florette, played by Gerard Depardieu, oh. who arrives with his family to work the coveted plot and turn it into a profitable farm. Fucking so, hell. I think the reason they've referenced that too is it must have been an of-the-time, critically acclaimed foreign film. Art house. Yeah. 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 So it's the most yeah. ridiculous thing you could have be mashed up with Close Encounters of the Third. Uh, yeah, right. a uh, crowd-pleasing science fiction blockbuster from Spielbergo himself. Yeah. And I get the impression from the way this is presented in the film, I, I don't really think that it's put out there that it's going to be a necessarily bad movie. Right. Can you remember that detail? There's not, I don't remember there being any bits where Julia Roberts is like, Ugh, I'm in the, you know, look what I'm doing. It's like she is at the peak of her... Yeah. Stardom and it's it, it is like it's a it's a science fiction blockbuster, but it's not seen as being like it's not painted in any way like oh she's made a dud or anything right, like that. All the, it sounds the, like it's kind of a high reaching intellectual science fiction film if that's what they're trying to say about it. It maybe. would be closer to something like an Interstellar yes. than yeah. a Lost in Space. That's, yes, that makes sure. sense to me. Yeah, sure. it, from this impression, and also there is like one frame of the movie that is kind of available. Yep, uh, which is Julia Roberts in like this kind of white space suit. Right. Uh, futuristic looking yep. spacesuit walking through a Jamiroquai music video mm. kind of rotating. With well, a... they could be in the sound back track because <laughs> yeah? this, 
This uh, mid to late nineties, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Virtual Insanity's getting a run. Yep, maybe in the trailer at the very least. Yeah, yeah. It looks a bit like two thousand and one, A Space Odyssey, which you know famously had a lot of classical music. Yep, maybe yeah. This one, it's all Jamiroquai. It's all pop. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I don't mind this at all. One is. of the great composers. <laughs> it would be so difficult to go down that thread if it weren't for the fact that one of Jamiroquai's <laughs> only remaining fans yeah. is sitting in the room with us today. Yeah. <laughs> one of the only people who I. Have known to have not had to learn the fact that Jamiroquai refers to a band <laughs> rather than <laughs> not a person. the guy. Yeah, JT? Yeah, yeah. For years, I thought Jamiroquai was the name of a person who With wore a big hat. Hats. Don't start yeah. me. Well, I am here wearing my Native American headdress just by coincidence <laughs> cosplaying as JK, so it's... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, then it's okay. Then yeah. it's okay. It's yes. a reference. He's yeah. English. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Helix, we've got... We we have to assume that Anna Scott is the lead, the female lead of this movie, definitely, probably the lead lead. Definitely the lead. So let's, I, I reckon, let's uh, kind of let's try and extrapolate what they mean by now that we've heard those two synopses. Yeah, yeah. What they mean by a mashing up of that. So we've got uh, a guy seeing a UFO and becoming obsessed with yep. proving its existence, mm-hmm. and we've also got. Uh, what was it? Two guys trying to sneak into a a neighboring oh, plot of land to grow. Valuable flowers. Okay, yeah. but right. The the, the um, legitimate owner of the land won't let them, and there's yes. a face off, and there's okay. a flesh eating robot, and there's yeah. a flesh eating robot. So in the what mix. we need at some point is a reason to, for a robot to even need to eat. Yeah, like a, a flesh destroying robot. Sure, but this robot is eating flesh. Maybe right, it's right. an android cyborg thing, and it's like powered by flesh. If the flower thing was that a lot of a lot of sci-fi movies even back then revolved around the fact that you know oh it's the future I mean, a that's that's not my point. That's not the end of my point. All <laughs> Stop the recording, Tommy. <laughs> pretty much always in the future, uh, but they make mention of the fact that like biological matter and biodiversity on Earth and Earth's life support ability is yeah, gone. Declining yes. or gone. Yeah. The flower thing makes me think maybe there's there's a real flower out there. There's real flowers somewhere on Earth or in space. Someone's found a planet with flowers or something Maybe Mars like that. has flowers in this movie. And so someone was becoming obsessed with that. Yep. Yes, there's a place that they can go to regrow, yeah, this this sort of life that hasn't been able to grow on Earth for yeah. many, many years now. Because Everyone Earth, thinks it's made up and it's crazy and they're just obsessed with it. Yeah. Earth has been destroyed by a robot that eats biological matter. Ooh. Oh. Okay. Okay. But it looks like a 12-year-old girl. Because okay. this is an adaptation of a manga. <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah, or is, or do we want a mother-daughter relationship? Maybe we do. Maybe because then who's who's Clark Peters? I'm going to look up Clark. Look Peters him up. I think that's his name. We got to think also about uh, yeah what the what the title itself Helix. Well, that's so what DNA. DNA is talking about biological matter. Yep. Yeah. I think maybe it's a flower that grows meat. And that's what the robot eats. <laughs> okay. All right. I, and I, it's like, okay. It's a flower that grows little... meat an animal? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but it doesn't the... have to be a flower. It could be... That could just be it... a reference to a crop, to right. to growing life. We could be growing, you know, humans. Because also the, the poster that you see in the film is very vague. Yes. It's, they're really leaning into, this is an Anna Scott vehicle. Yeah. The poster is just... 
basically her face. Yeah. With the title helix. And, and it's and it's like a spacey backdrop. Yeah. I don't There's think really not much else given in the way of detail. If we get too high concept with it, then we're walking into like I don't know, moon territory or whatever, where yeah. it's like a Hollywood sci-fi movie, but you couldn't describe it as a blockbuster. And this is very much a blockbuster. Yes. Yeah. So it has to be broadly appealing. I guess The Matrix was sort of about this same story that we're kind of talking about here. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. So maybe mm-hmm. it just needs a bit of action in it. But yep. we've we got to keep that in mind that everyone needs to be happy-ish seeing this movie. So I yep. think the simplest version is like, yeah, it's harder to grow things on Earth now. Maybe the atmosphere has been polluted too much. That's maybe a mid-90s thing. Yeah. Um, they have found a planet that supports growing like some kind of super crop that everyone can eat. It's going to feed Earth and maybe it'll become a colony. Okay. So that's the. it's not a flower, it's just a food. Ooh, what if... Okay, so you know how there used to be like disposable people who would eat the king's food yes. so that they could tell it wasn't poison? Yep. What do you do in the future when you've realised that people are not disposable? We are all human beings and we all deserve respect, damn it. Mm. You send a robot over there because you oh. think they are disposable. A robot that eats... So that you can yes. test out this food on another planet. But yep. when that robot goes haywire, yeah. you should have known that the servants were going to rise up. Yeah. Well, this was like the... Maybe there's like neighbouring planets, right? So they sent <laughs> okay. it to the first planet where they oh, thought, yeah. oh, we're on here. Yes. This is edible. We've got to send the robot to check. But the but the the food was, you know, what was being grown on that first planet was... You know, bad. It right. sent the robot insane. Oh, so the robots had a dodgy curry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and so that's turned like, the robot no, no, crazy. <laughs> so they're on their way to this second planet. It's like, no, this one will be okay. Yeah. This one will actually have the stuff that we can live off of. Okay. Thank God we sent that robot to the first one just to check. Because if we'd eaten all of that, okay. we would have gone mental. One, like this robot over yeah. here. One problem, just story-wise, that does, I think, maybe create for us is that the robot is now not a threat. <laughs> right. The robot's done its job and is off on a different planet they don't have to go maybe, back to. Maybe they've captured that robot. Like, they've gone there to to do the tests, check up on the robot, see how everything went. Yeah. It's crazy. They've wiped its memory and they're taking it with them to the second planet. Maybe Julia Roberts' character is like the expert scientist. Okay. Her husband's dead. She's got a daughter. You know, she's not leaving her daughter behind on Earth. This is their life's work. So they've gone there. They've got Clark Peters who's playing this android robot guy and they take him to the next one. Oh, he's the robot. Yeah, he's the robot. Okay. And he's got this latent (laughs) in the back of his head memory of going crazy. Right, I so think it's has just he eats and he just go. goes crazy, and he's got his, you know, he's got a little ship he can fly. Like he's flying. So they've- the robot has a ship. <laughs> yeah, the robot has it. They've sent what? him. They've sent the robot there. I think we're all thinking the robot of was always massive- meant to be able to come back. I think yeah. we're all imagining different levels of robot here. Yeah, because in my head, too. I think this robot is like Roomba level smart, where it can kind of right. move around. Okay. So maybe I need to ditch that. Yeah, I'm floor. thinking like bicentennial You're man. Thinking bicentennial man, <laughs> okay. and I'm thinking somewhere in between. Right. The two. You're yeah. thinking I'm- Roomba with a spaceship. No, I'm, I'm thinking, thinking Rosie in, uh, the robot from uh, the Jetsons. Yeah, I'm thinking that. I'm thinking a bit of like um, Itchy and Scratchy Land when the when the robots yeah, go crazy okay. and the only way to stop them is by taking photos of them. Okay. With that level of robot, it, I don't know what plant was made of meat that can also reprogram a robot. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's right. one part yeah. of it. So if the robot is biological, well, like but a, then like he's an not AI, a robot. like a as in like the movie, like Haley Joel Osment. 
You know, like it's a humanoid. Sure. Well, I'm thinking that this is a thing, and judging by that um, that that picture as well, they are leaning into Space Odyssey. I am imagining a thing where they're on a spaceship and they're being chased down by, yeah. this, by this psychopathic flesh-eating robot. So I think yeah. it does lend itself to being... More humanoid than a than a Roomba. If it's meant to be a yes. threat, if it's meant to be chasing people around a spaceship, um, I'm happy to let go of the it's following them to another planet uh, scenario. Yeah. No, you're right. I don't know why I automatically thought they had to be going to that second planet. It could be Julia Roberts is taking her daughter to the planet mm. and f- to find the robot to see what happened. And right. the robot is just like, yes... I ate the crop and some interesting thing, and it's like he's gone crazy. But it, initially, right. he robot, doesn't present. So are we doing crazy. Hannibal? I think so. A robot bit. went there. Robot went there. It was meant to be sending a transmission back, being yes. like, "Yep, I've eaten the food that's here. It's all good." Yes. Instead, it's gotten infected with this like bug, this like you know crazy like virus that you can get from eating the yep. food. Even if you're a robot, yeah, totally. Yeah. It's gone crazy. <laughs> it's like shut off the. It's it's so the transmission went dark, and so they're like, well, w- they just assume it was a malfunction, and they're like. We have to know. We have to go and get the robot back and and find out if this food is okay because so the fate of humanity hinges on us being able to eat this food on this planet. What so about what about all of that happens? It goes dark and then after a while mm. they get a transmission from the robot being like, "I have finished my calculations. Please come and retrieve me." To find out what happened to the thing, <laughs> the robot's luring lift. them into a well, it trap. wants to eat them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But <laughs> yeah, that's so, the cover. Is I yeah. need a lift. I need so, come and get me and bring me I'm back. A, I'm out of fuel. Yeah, and this planet had food that the robot could eat and live. Yes, and made fuel it go it. crazy though. Yeah, and now it doesn't want to eat any more food on that planet. It's eaten it all. <laughs> oh, okay, it's, maybe it doesn't even need to be the food. Maybe it's it was a just tiny about... like little prince planet, <laughs> and he's just going around. He's like, damn, I'm out. Or okay, it, you know what? Yeah, you know what? I think like we've we've stumbled upon. You know what robot it is? It's the robot from the moon in Wallace and Gromit: A Grand Day Out. Oh <laughs> okay. yeah, okay, okay. He's gone a bit mental up there. He's just lonely, yeah. skiing around. <laughs> that makes sense. It's made of cheese. It's made of cheese. Oh, it could be a it's remnant a cheese robot. Farm. <laughs> okay, so Earth is f- going to be fucked soon. Yeah, we're we're running out of. What about in the movie, Adam? <laughs> it, we're we're running out of ability because yeah, in the nineties they're saying the ozone layer is going to disappear or yes. whatever. Yeah, and they they they. They've sent out probes mm-hmm. around the galaxy. Yep. We, we can now travel faster than light yep. to look for a suitable planet to sustain life. Yeah, yeah. Um, it seems as though Julia Roberts and Misha Barton would be on a ship that is traveling to one of these prospective planets. Maybe there's several Yep. where a robot is pinged back. Hey, this could be suitable. We're yes. on here. We're they're, on here. And they're an exploration team. Bring the girlies. <laughs> exactly. Hey, get get your glad rags on. Mass text. Get everyone over. Someone bring beers. Come on through. We I found Nacho Planet. Yeah. <laughs> like this, like multiple planets, because we've got to have a sequel. Or we know there's potentially a sequel. Yeah. Yeah. And then so we follow The sequel is mentioned. Double helix. Yeah. yeah. Two robots. But that's for another episode. Yes. We go to this planet. This is sort of a broad view. We'll get into like the actual... And then we go to this planet and uh, this robot 
through whatever fucking exists on this planet, be it food or be it some sort of gas. Mm-hmm. It could, maybe some, that makes more sense. Something in the atmosphere, just as soon as it left the ship. It's some boom. weird... Scramble. It's coal in here. It's a there magnetic must, planet. It's some ice in the atmosphere. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Some, some things fucked up the robot to the point where this robot is now... Hungry for flesh. psychopathic, psychopathic. As it well. maybe it doesn't actually need the flesh, but it's psycho. It's psycho, and it's, it's right. not, yeah. It's not going. I need to eat flesh. It's yeah. just like it's it's programming's been all fucked yeah. up, and it's now attacking the people that. Uh, and it you is know, luring maybe this colony ship that Julia Roberts is the one alive, uh, awake yep. person to be the scout or whatever, but mm-hmm. or this scouting ship mm-hmm. lured people in to to. She's just one of Devourer the or something. She's one of the greatest astronauts on Earth, and she's just one of the people going out there. And she's taking her daughter. Perhaps mm-hmm. she built the robot. But that's yeah. why her daughter is, or maybe her daughter's stowed aboard. Yeah, don't like mind that. like Lost in sp- yeah, Space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, she knows yeah. it's dangerous. Like uh, like in uh, the Lost World, Jurassic Park. Yes, the yeah. daughter's a gymnast. <laughs> okay, yeah. uh, okay, and then we'll we'll investigate that. I don't mind that as yeah. a setup. We'll yeah. see what happens with it. So I guess we open on planet Earth. Yeah, mm-hmm. a shot of planet Earth suspended in the heavens, and you zoom out, and it's actually a planet Earth on someone's desk. Yes, yeah. like whoa, damn! And the, remember the, when Earth used to look like that, so clean and pristine? Exactly. They look out the window, and it's just like you know, it's like Interstellar. It's just like dirty dust storms. It's all mm. red, and they're on the moon, and then you can see the Earth, <laughs> and it's all red now. Yeah, okay. For some reason, double zoom out, double zoom out. <laughs> yeah. Then you zoom out further, and they're watching a TV show, and they yeah. turn off the TV, and they're like. Like, that show does accurately depict what <laughs> okay. Earth, which we're on, looks like. You've got to open with some impressive stuff. So, a triple misdirect. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. We could just do misdirects for the entire film. Yeah. yeah like okay. the ending of Men in Black, where you zoom out yes. and it was all in a marble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Earth, <laughs> zoom out. It's someone's desk on the moon and they're going like, damn, the Earth used to look like that. Wasn't that beautiful? Zoom out. TV turns off. They yep. go... That documentary's correct. Yeah. The Earth is fucked, which is why we're sending these colony transport ships out. Zoom back out, and it's someone looking through a window into that thing, being yep. like, you reckon this meeting's going well? Yeah. <laughs> zoom out again, and it's like it kind of converts as it's zooming out to being illustrated. It's just a comic yes. strip in the newspaper. <laughs> They're like, someone wow, goes, they've done it again. Yeah. Another slice of life. Hey, Stan, Weird you finished today. that comic over there? Oh, just one second, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> the offices of Marvel Comics. Yep. Zoom out again. And it's Julia Roberts watching a transmission from her family back home. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. She's on the ship. Yep. She's related to Stanley. Yeah, and yeah. then we get a, a, a scroll explaining what's happening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. The cold open is about eight zoom outs. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then we get a Star Wars style scroll crawl, being like, in the future, Earth's uh, atmosphere has changed to the point where growing certain crops is no longer possible. Human life is not sustainable on this planet. So. Mm-hmm. NASA, the Chinese people, the Russians, they've all gone together. <laughs> the Chinese says. people. <laughs> yeah. Not the, the government, the entire... The people. The yes. people of China all together Rally as one. together, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. They crowdfund this. Yeah. <laughs> to launch probe missions across the galaxy in search of a planet which can sustain human life. So far, only one probe has pinged back. Mm. Or maybe it doesn't say the word ping because I don't know if they, were, they had that word that often back in mm. the 90s. I guess they did maybe, radar. Maybe the end, we've got all that and the end of the crawl is like, so far, no probes have responded. Yep. Yeah. Until nice. dot, dot, dot. Julia Roberts is at her desk. Maybe she's like nodding off computers in front of her mm. and there's like a little, you've got mail. 
Oh, nice. Right? <laughs> but it's like a robot voice because they're like, well, it'll be the future. So it's yeah, like, right. you've got you've mail. Got mail. <laughs> yeah, that's what its AOL is probably going to be like in the you've future. You've got mail. You've got mail. And she's like, oh, no. Not more spam. Is that a common, a common term yet? Not more e-spam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not more cyber spam. More junk spam. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. And then click, click. From... Yeah. Mr. Robot. And so I guess it's a video of like Clark, uh, what's his name? P- Clark Peters. Yep. He's dressed up in like one of those things. Is that they... he Helix? Um, well, so I have an idea for that for later, okay. maybe. I don't know if it's going to be what we go with. We'll Should call I him Mr. Robot for now. No, Mr. Are you still yeah. saying Clark Peters is the robot? Yeah. I don't know about this. Who is he then? Well, he could just be someone else on the ship. We need someone for Julia Roberts okay. to interact with. Okay. I think a film of this era, they'd be going, we got to have a, you know, it's got to be an impressive looking, like, yeah. mechanical C-3PO. robot, or CGI robot. Mm. Or, oh, okay. Or he's Be- the voice of it, maybe. Oh, yeah. Like how Kevin Spacey was the voice in Moon. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe we don't get the Hopefully ping. Hopefully not, but yeah. <laughs> we don't get the ping just yet. We get like, okay. a, you've got mail, you've got mail, and it is just spam or whatever. And right. she's like, oh, it's always spam. And there's like funny, like, what you know, what's spam going to be in the future? Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. here's a bloody, here's bloody the, 25% off bloody nuts and bolts. Backstreet yeah, yeah. Boys 85th reunion yeah. special. <laughs> Do you want to buy a Pentium 70? Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Jerry Halliwell, just, just bad, just 90s rap. They've not even thought of it. They're just oh, calling sure, them Space Spice. Yeah. The Jerry, Space Girls. The Space, Jer- the space Girls is Jerry Halliwell is divorced from her husband of 20 years, um, Graham Norton. <laughs> <laughs> They're way off. All right. The first sure. other British person All I can right, think of. Alan right. DeGeneres is also divorced from Hank somewhat. Like <laughs> yeah. Hank Azaria. It's yeah. the 90s. Um but so she goes, oh, it's just more spam. You see her in this office and she is the only uh, awake person on this colony ship, maybe. Maybe her and Clark oh, yeah. Peters are like the, the watch crew because yeah. this ship mm-hmm. is traveling. Earth is fucked. They've had to leave. All of humankind is on this ship mm-hmm. and they or is, is split onto several ships. Yeah, they're just maybe orbiting Earth for the they're moment. They're just waiting for a ping and they yeah. hear knock, 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 knock. What is that? Knock, knock. Scrabbling around, Ooh, they're like, "What's going on here?" Mm-hmm. And they Triple get world score. They get out scrabbling. Their phasers. They've yep. got yes. their little space guns. Her and uh, Clark Peters go, huh, "What's that?" And they start looking around. And we get sort of like a tense kind of opening. Yeah. They eventually find where it's coming from. They lift open like one of the little sort of floorboard things that always seem to come up on yes. spaceships. A little grill, little, little thingy. There's mm-hmm. Misha Barton. Yes. Uh, yeah. They're like, I thought you were going to say Gromit, but yeah. <laughs> Look at well, this little Gromit. The only Misha sci-fi Barton. movie you've ever seen <laughs> yeah. is Wallace and Gromit One. <laughs> yep. They- she's clay she's claymation animated. Oh yes. <laughs> right? Yes. Ah, oh no, you found me. <laughs> says Misha Barton. They're like, What the hell are you doing here? And she's like I didn't want you to leave without me because there there is a main colony ship, but this is one of the scout ships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So she's like, I didn't want you to leave without me. I, I don't want you to go into space on your own. It seems dangerous. And she's yeah, like, yeah. you can't do this. How did you even get on here? And she's like, I'm good at sneaking. <laughs> and kind of looks into the lens. Yeah. And right. you're like, okay. I'm well, preternaturally gifted at sneaking around in space. You need someone stealthy at any point. I might come in handy. Yeah. I can and climb into these little I can things. fit into vents and such. It's helpful to have a 12-year-old stealth expert mm. around. And we zoom out, and it's the three of us at age 10. 
Watching yep. this going, that might come into play. Yeah. Yes. Let me zoom back in. <laughs> okay, <I> zoom in. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and, and then, yeah, Clark Peters is like, well, you know, it's risky, but um, this just reminds me of the time where my daughter snuck onto a garbage truck and then she died. What so he's going to be... What is this, family guy? Yes. <laughs> he's going to be we a We zoom bit... out and then we see uh, a, a garbage truck munching up a person. And <laughs> yeah. it's like it's going to be... It's filmed like a with a whoosh. Yes. It cuts away to it like it's going to be a joke cutaway, but it's horrifying. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoosh, it cuts back. It's a, I yeah. don't know why this film is so popular. Right but there, yeah, but... He, he's like maybe ha- going to have a moment of weakness later on or sacrifice himself, but he's like, oh, I lost my daughter okay there's a daughter here now it's so it can be dangerous to sneak he thinks as yeah. well because she snuck into a garbage truck what exactly a, but so, it, there's some some stuff's being set up at least yeah. yeah rather than just the two of them on the ship misha barton's here now and julia roberts is angry and she's like why are you here space is dangerous you shouldn't you shouldn't be coming with me this is this is our mission me and clark peters mm-hmm. you shouldn't be here Misha. and she's like i know but you know i love space <laughs> And I, I want Earth to be okay. Or yep. I want the people of Earth to be okay. So I'm here. And she's like, nah. Yeah, all right. Well, we'll have to just look after you for the rest of the mission. Yeah. They're floating around If you around get in space. the way of all the cheese that I'm going to be eating when <laughs> we get to where we're going. You, you're going straight to the airlock. <laughs> also, you're wearing the white astronaut costume, except those are blue pants. Those are not the correct trousers. <laughs> she's um, got a little stuffed penguin with her. Yeah. So maybe, yeah, Clark Peters is like a little nicer to her or whatever, yeah. but Julia Roberts is like angry. She's straight down the line, yeah. Yeah, go to your space room, which I guess is just a spare room of this thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, well, why do you have to be so harsh on her? And she's like, you don't get it, Clark Peters. Yeah, it's none of your business. She just, she reminds me of me. She, She's just like me. Mm. I hate that. I made it, yeah, it makes me angry sometimes, but she's she's just like me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Says it a few more times yeah. as well. She's just like me. It and t- that's comes up. what gets to me. And then <laughs> Subtitled on the screen as well. And then the title of the movie, late title card, Helix. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, love it. Love yeah. it. Zoom back in. And uh, yeah, pass the title. Yeah, we see maybe like some things. It, it, it's it's shown that time has passed and they've been drifting in space for a while. Yeah, okay. Like maybe they're teaching Misha Barton how to do some helpful things. Oh, yeah, they're teaching her about Earth and stuff. She's like, why? I, they don't even really teach us much about mm. what happened to Earth. What what happened? And that Clark Peters, is, Julie Roberts is like, it doesn't matter. Look, we've just got to go find more food. It's like being a farmer. The, the yeah. farming on Earth stopped working, and now we've got to be. We farmers. have to look forwards. There's no reason to look back. But Clark Peters gives her a couple of little lessons along the way of like, mm. it was mankind's hubris that did it. That was what. That mm-hmm. was what did it. it was... Also, don't jump into the back of a garbage truck. <laughs> She's like, what's a garbage truck? He's just like, keep, he... just keep it in mind. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so they're drifting and there's a few more where you've got males, you've got males, they're all spam and then a you've got male is in the background. One of those shots where like it's it's framed against the computer and they're doing some stuff in the background yes. having their lesson, just ignoring this. Yeah. It and then we zoom into the blurry, screen. Yeah, it becomes into focus, smash zoom in. Yeah. Yeah. Life detected. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Or or, or uh Good planet detected. Yeah, yeah. Life detected is good. Life detected. Life detected. Mm. Well, right. wait. We don't. Beep, beep, they don't have to find life, do life, they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I guess plant life is life. Plant life detected. Okay. Or just edible like, plant life confirmed. Earth. Earth's atmosphere. Uh, suitable atmosphere. Yeah. Found. How are you? Mm-hmm. Mm. Hi. It's <laughs> Mr. Robot here. I've found a planet that might be able to sustain human life. Come check it out. 
So we've so far at this point been able to explain to the audience what is going on through giving maybe Misha Barton these little lessons about history. I think Clark sure. Peters is being nice to her. Julie Roberts is harsh on she her. She gets a little montage of, yeah, learning some skills. She learns, like, archery. Yeah. She learns, she's doing hopscotch or something. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's yep. the future. She's just learning how to use a bow and arrow. Yeah, yeah, bow and arrow. Uh, maths equations Exactly She's yeah. getting an education On this ship Yeah uh, I don't know how long This is in my mind But like One year Maybe a year Is going yep. past Yeah We're seeing like a, a Like a um, Desk calendar That's like a far side Daily yes. calendar Pages ripping off To yes. sort of show The passage yeah. of time All cows Cow Nothing tools cows. Comes in the mix Yeah, yeah. Um, And we zoom out And Julia Roberts Has just ripped them all off She's like Man I hate these comics Yeah We zoom back out And we see Gary Larson Going like Oh <laughs> I worked yeah. really hard On those Zoom yeah. in and zoom in again Oh yeah That's in our credits At the start And introducing Gary, Gary Larson, Larson. <laughs> But yeah She's just like Ripped them all off And so she's like I've had this calendar Sitting here for an entire year And we didn't even Use it once And she throws it in the bin. Yeah, that's mm. good. Right? That's good stuff. Yeah. So we go we go through that. <laughs> that's a good joke. Misha that's a really good joke. <laughs> Let's put that in another chip When's Leslie show? Nielsen <laughs> showing up with his fart machine? Yeah. <laughs> Misha Barton's been like learning all this shit about the world. Uh, yep. Uh, Julia Roberts and Clive Peters. Are, and... They get this message. They eventually look at it and yeah. they go, "Holy shit, we've got to we've got to go over there and scout it." Mm-hmm. Uh, Exxon Four is not Exxon. That's the name of an oil company. <laughs> yeah, uh, BP, B- uh, Shell. No, um, uh, but Zorzak Three. Is, okay. I don't know why I changed the four. The four was fine. That yeah. was unrelated to any. Zorzak Four then. Zorzak Three and Four. Yep. Zorzak Thirty Four. Zorzak Thirty Four. Beautiful compromise. The thirty fourth planet in the largest fucking solar system yep. ever yep. is uh, suitable. Okay. Off we fly. I guess. Yeah. They tell them they radio mission control or whatever. Hey, we, our mission. It's a go. We'll see you in. I don't know, a while. Yeah. It's going to be, you know, light speed's light speed, but this is a faraway planet. But yeah. then, no, no is reply. Is anyone listening? Exactly. No reply back. Whoa. You're not getting anything back from the ship. I think we okay. leave the ship that, like, Misha Barton's apparently come from. Yep. A little mysterious because. Yeah. Sure. Here's what I'm thinking, mm-hmm. right? I don't want to give away the game. Okay. But it's called Helix. Yes. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we've set up that Misha Barton is going to be a clone of Julia Roberts. Yes. Yep. What if. There are only two people left alive. Oh, beautiful. at the end of mankind, and and uh, Julia Roberts, Anna Scott, and Clark Peters were the two richest people on Earth. Right, they okay. were the ones who had torn the place apart. They both owned for. social media companies. <laughs> I guess at the time, uh, newspaper companies. Yeah, true, but the yeah. newspapers were just on tablets, and that's how they yeah. thought the future would go. Right, they were the richest people, and they. We find out at the end. That I'm jumping to the end here, but we've all got to be in this. To yeah, yeah. We need a twist, with. and then we work backwards. Mm. Exactly. They they were the only two people alive, and they cloned them again and again on yeah. this ship. Yep. And the robots, th- this robot, yes. that we think is is just an animatronic robot that's gone crazy. Well, not animatronic. Of some, <laughs> there's there's uh, auto- automate or this robot. It's yeah, the, yeah. It's yeah. the Indian little boy from uh, the Small World ride at Disney World right. comes yeah. to life, <laughs> try to kill people. We see we, we these. The, it's a small world after all. <laughs> yeah, that the robot is a cyborg. Yeah, and all of the robots are also clones of Julia Roberts and of Clark Peters that Can have I? things attached to them to make them able to breathe on these planets and stuff, and it's more of a revolt. 
than a, a what thing, about than, if mm. the robot was designed so we you know the assumption is that it's gone crazy because of the atmosphere on the planet that it landed on sure but what's actually happened is uh yeah julia roberts Cla- uh, and scott clark peters uh two of the last people left on earth the two last people the two last people but you know as people were sort of dying off one of one of the last people to die off created this robot mm. and he knows that these two richest people have destroyed the planet so right. he's installed oh, they used the last resources of the planet to build this big clone ship that, yep. that can propel just them into the future yep. to find them a new planet. Yeah, so yep. whoever's designed this robot has built into it the technology. It's like a sleeper agent. Yes. It's like, you know, I'm being eradicated, we've all been eradicated, but this robot is going to act it's going to log on at a certain time mm-hmm. and it's going to go crazy and kill these two rich cunts yep. who've destroyed the planet. And doomed us all. Okay, a I revenge like bot. A yeah. revenge then, bot. So maybe later on in the film, we 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 show a flashback to this. We zoom yeah, in, we show the guy programming it. <laughs> zoom in. <laughs> and it, someone, zo- yeah, zoom into the robot, into the circuit board. <laughs> yeah, 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 zoom, yeah, yeah. Out, zoom out. The circuit board's on his desk. Yeah. And he's guys, tinkering away. Yeah. He's programming the robot, and he's like, "Look." I've been I've been forced by this company to work on this robot, but I'm going to get my own back. Mm-hmm. Julia Roberts and Clark Peters, they were the two people who caused this. I know they're building that ship just so they can get out of here. Yeah, right. I'm going to take revenge on them and kill them. And then the person's like, oh, cool. How come you didn't just uh, build a ship to get you out of here? Mm. Or like... Put, just put a bomb in it. Make or... your consciousness in the robot. Yeah. Or like, you're yeah. really very smart. And the guy goes... Fuck, and then Earth explodes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And to make it to make it clear that it's a flashback when we zoom into the circuit board and then zoom out, it looks like it's like 1965, you know, and he's working on uh, it. It's like, yeah. this dun, isn't dun, very dun, groovy dun, dun, at all, dun, man. It's like, dun, this would be the year 2040. Like, this makes no sense. Yes, yes. But we just have to kind of visually, you know, make it distinct. He's wearing bell bottoms. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> the far side comics get put back onto the calendar <laughs> yeah. to show that we're going back in time. Yeah, yeah. But so, okay, a re- re- the robots are taking revenge because the programmers uh, were angry at this corporation. But again, the twist this, is that they didn't yeah. go crazy because of the atmosphere. This was always going to happen. Yeah. Okay. And this happens, this is the final 10 minutes of the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's what we're talking about because they've got to fight. Because I think Anna Scott and Clark Peters don't know that they're clones. Of these rich people because they're generations later. Oh, so you okay, reckon right. it's a couple? Sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. And that's why they don't they don't learn about this stuff. Uh, they get they just get they're they're practical clones. Sure, and everyone is a clone to represent yeah. the narcissism of these corporate. Okay, fat sure, cats. Mm-hmm. sure. Does that make sense? Yep. yep. So they were. I think they, you mispronounced fat cunts. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, that's maybe, yeah. maybe that's yep. the yep. sort I like of that. Yep. I'm liking it. I'm buying yep. it. I'm so, buying it all. So okay. and then there's a time oh. loop, right? Where we oh, go no, back. Adam, no, Adam. Are they, so is it maybe something where the clones are like they're awakened on this ship? Is there something where they maybe don't have? Are they not? They're not. Yeah, they're not aware of this, right? Yeah. They don't know. They don't really have memories of anything, and then it's like later in the piece, it's like the robot explaining it to them. Yes, exactly. Sure, because yeah. sure. he and he does that thing. They, they they have that thing where, like, in a dream, you can't remember how you got there. Yeah, and the, so they all just kind of have well, they, been... it's like they're waking up from hypersleep. You know, one of the the other the other one mm. at that time is like, "Hey, wait, welcome to the ship. You've been asleep for a while. Just to remind you, this yeah. is what's going on." And they're like, "Ah, oh, 
Wow, I guess that was a long sleep. All right, here I am. I'm alive now. They've got implanted memories in their heads Mm. to to redirect them. Maybe at the end we get to see the very old versions of Clark Peters and Julia Roberts. Oh, Oh, yes. Like the originals. Beautiful. Who are being kept alive uh, with cords and pipes and things like that. They've got those things that are making them breathe like this. Some real yeah. real body horror stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I think yeah. the robot shows them all this through the little screen that's on his chest right after he's shown them the video of himself skiing. Like a yes. Teletubby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we Very zoom in like a Teletubby to yeah. show... Yeah, yeah really yeah. sentimental, like Hans Zimmer version of... Swelling up at this point. Okay. I forgot that the Wallace and Gromit robot had it, so I thought you were talking about a Teletubby, but okay. <laughs> Jamiroquai has done a cover of the Wallace and Gromit oh, song. Oh, yes. There you go. Well, I could tell that the moon was made of cheese. <laughs> Why did I get there? Beautiful. Um, this is going to be a funky-ass movie. All right. This movie is playing like a sequel to the song Virtual Insanity in a it lot is. of ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is making me feel that way. That's, that's the crawl at the beginning is literally just the lyrics from Virtual, <laughs> <laughs> virtual Insanity. Yeah. And just a handful of... like the, the, the song has been out for like six months at this point. Right, so just right. a handful of real ones in the audience like... The fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so this is a blockbuster, by the way. Yeah. This is a successful film. They so they we've opened with Julia Roberts and Clark Peters yep. on this ship. They've gotten this email, spam, nothing. I don't know why there's spam in this world. Maybe we just have to make it not spam. Yeah. Just they always get emails that say no planet detected. Yeah. yeah they get course, updates yeah. every day that say no planet detected. Yeah. Misha Barton's uh, gone on board the ship. She's stowed away, and they're like, uh, Clark Peters goes, "Who's this?" And we see Julia Roberts' face go blank for a minute. Yeah. Because her for memory, a whole minute, <laughs> her memory is being reprogrammed. Yeah. And she goes, "It's my daughter. She's yeah. stowed aboard the ship." Yep. Uh, Misha Barton is there as well. They're kind of hanging out for a while. Then they get this email. Yeah, love planet. that it's an email. Not a transmission. Yeah. We don't have many hours left on AOL. Like, <laughs> <laughs> how are we going to do? Um, and they get, uh, there's a planet detected. Yes. They travel there. Zorzak thirty four. Zorzak thirty four <laughs> is eligible for life. Here they go down to Zorzak. Yes. Misha Barton's left alone on the ship. Yeah. Because, you know, that's a yes. kid. She's back at Misha Control. <laughs> Misha Control, guys. Yeah. <laughs> now this is where we really need to start ramping up an element that you were you were very keen for us to for this to not be like a moon, a kind of a more art house science. And then I suggested thing. clones. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're already we're very everything about this so far is saying Pretty low budget, you know, we're all like... Sure, it's like a built set, very intricate, but it's, you know, yeah, yeah. Now that we're on the planet, we maybe need to start ramping up a bit more of the... High budget, yes. science fiction And we have stuff. to have action sequences. We do. Well, so what can happen here is is the away team, Julia Roberts and uh, Clark Peters, yep. go down in their like, <laughs> space suits down to this thing and we've got beautiful, you know, Avatar-esque sweeping views okay. of this alien planet and maybe there's floating rocks and just oh, that sort of alien 3D? shit. But like back or, in the early 90s, so it was like... The the film is the like red kind of blue. red's blue. Red blue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we go that far, but I do. But, but it, it is it is of that sort of thing. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. Sweeping shots, and it's kind of misty, and they're going down on their 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 thing. And Misha is left back at the 
control. Yes. Back at base. Because <laughs> uh, what's going to happen is they'll be down there and there'll be some uh, alien wildlife and yeah, stuff that they've got to contend right? with. Yeah. Sure. Some, some, some shit like that. And they're like, good thing we left Misha safe at home. The robot's here. Bat. Robot on the ship. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm Misha Bat. Yep. Okay. And so the robot goes back up to the ship while it's just Misha up there so we can get some of that scary kind of alien yeah. robot chasing after Misha mm-hmm. whilst we get them on the planet unable to get back up because the robots use their escape pod to get back up. And, and they're running gonna... around from big alien creatures. Big alien creatures, and they got to find a way back up onto the ship to save Misha, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Okay. How about that? Yep. yep. Yeah, so we get the this robot... This robot's tricked us. Ro- robot opens, or the door opens of the ship, robot's there, and Misha's like... Hey, you're the robot. Thanks for finding the life. And he's right. like, yes, it is good to see another living creature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he, but he Never starts smoke. to <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> His eyes go red and he's like, I'm going to get you. So I, what I would like, mm-hmm. if we want to, is for this psychopath robot, because he is a psychopath and yeah. it's a revenge robot, but his revenge is not... On the clones, he knows about the clones. He's trying to chase them down the whole time to tell them, oh yeah, or something. Or maybe he's just trying to take control of. Yeah, the he, ship. No, he's trying to w- open their eyes, right? He's yeah. gonna. He wants to like get all the clones and be like, "You're all clones," which we doesn't make sense. Why would flesh at some point? Maybe he just wants to eat them all. Yeah, maybe he does just want to eat them all. Yeah, the ultimate revenge: eating you. Yeah, but yeah. he wants to eat the main ones. He wants to eat his way all the way up the food chain. Yeah. Um, he thinks, yeah, that's it. So he's, that's it. He's been programmed to kill these people. Yep. Because that's like the, the yeah, the, the person who designed the robot thought the robots would get to the original rich people mm-hmm. that right. these guys have been cloned off of mm-hmm. uh, in time. But they're long gone. Right. The robot doesn't know that. So maybe we have a bit where we see just violent, um, Clark Peters getting devoured by this robot. And the robot thinks it's going to be like, well, mission accomplished. But then it's like, oh. wait, mission not accomplished. Wait a minute. This isn't the yeah. guy. This is just a clone. He wipes his finger along his blood and like tastes it. Goes, yeah. <laughs> uh, tastes wrong. It's, it's like been cut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this has been cut with something. Yeah. Okay. This is a cheap reproduction. Mm. Uh, okay. I don't... <laughs> Someone has to die to show that the robot's a threat. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's got to be the black character in the movie. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Clark. It's a shame, but that's just how script writing in the 90s goes. Absolutely. Yeah, that's true. That's yep. true. Okay, yep. so when they land then on the thing, yep. uh, it's it's the robot doesn't go back up to the ship then, I guess is what we're saying. The robot chases them on the planet. Maybe it doesn't reveal itself yet. It does go up to the ship. Yeah, yeah. And it, it is tense, we but it's like, We still get that tense sequence. Hey. This can happen near the end. Yeah, right. yeah, Because right. the robot eating Clark Peters and realizing that he's not the intended target, then we're getting into the, the kind of the twist being revealed. That's true. true. Okay, that yeah. can happen pretty late. Yeah. So we, we have them exploring, and so this is where the big sci-fi budget is. So let's yeah. come up with some uh, big aliens they can face. Oh, okay. Okay, what a about a, a giant dog, but it's got the head of a cat? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a big alien There's creature. There's got to be a funny little CGI creature. Oh, true. Like, oh yeah, CGI, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. So mostly puppet, but sometimes CGI. Yeah, because okay. what sort of stuff is happening in, in films of this ilk 
at that time, at around 97. 97 sci-fi. Literally Lost in Space, I think, was that year. The yeah. The Matt one. Uh, um, which had just little weird spider When was Men creatures. in Black? That's the same time as well. Yeah, okay. Okay. So there's some pretty creative shit out Let's there. Let's borrow some shit from Men in Black. Well, we could just use the little, the little uh, coffee guys. Yeah. Yeah, the talking pug. Yeah. yeah. We're about to get to the point where Phantom <laughs> Menace comes out. All right. It's that sort of... A Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. yeah. They do a little test run of Jar Jar in this film. Okay. Like a mini one. <laughs> okay. Like a little one that's like yeah. two foot tall. And it's cute and it works in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay, nice. So they get yeah. to the planet and they're, they're looking around. It seems spooky down there. Yep. They're, they're hearing like... Like, you know, alien Misa. birds. Misa. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> He's not doing the Rasta accent yet. Maybe <laughs> no. that's the thing where they're like, yeah, okay. people loved him in Helix. Yeah. Misa's so happy to see you. Yeah, he's very serious. <laughs> <laughs> it's he's me, Jar Jar. <laughs> yeah, he's voiced by Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Misa, happy you're here. <laughs> Misa people have been uh, devoured some by mm. a robot. Ooh, spooky. Yeah, mm-hmm. big, scary, scary. Big, scary, make me head spin. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, well, you have such a refined accent, but the verbiage is so, it's like pigeon English. It's yeah. like, yes. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> it's uh, gonna look a bad <laughs> later on in a time. Kelsey, Kelsey Graham is all for it. He thinks yeah. it's hilarious. <laughs> He's improv that bit. They, <laughs> they had to yeah. work Jar Jar backwards because yeah. it's the same CGI company doing it. So that's sure. why they were mm-hmm. giving it a run. Yeah. And so maybe like eventually they, they fight their way through a whole bunch of scary fucking shit. There's yeah. a big fish. Dogs with whatever. cat heads. Dogs with cat heads. <laughs> There's like a bird that's got the head of a bird and the body of a bird. What? Uh, and there's uh, like a a little squirrel, but its head is a man's penis, uh, the, uh, or its yeah. mouth opens real big. There's always a Both. small animal. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, just like a, a bear, and a then big bear. A, a big bear. Maybe it's green. A green bear, and yeah. then it goes in some water, and it comes out, and it's brown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just had some algae on it. Yeah, yeah. Bunch of things, and then eventually, like they run and they're shooting their blasters off. Yeah, yep. a big action scene. They're swinging on vines, mm-hmm. but their vines are purple. Yes, they end up in a cave, which is where they come across Jar Jar because yeah. they're, they're hearing those noises. They find Jar Jar. Yeah, they're like, "What happened to this planet?" There's because there's been ruins of buildings as well. Okay, there used to be life on this planet. Mm-hmm. That makes it's sense. Like, yeah, we still have a thriving planet until the robot comes. Mm. The robot, not a like a business. The scary metal man came. The scary metal man, which is what I call the robot. It's just like a <laughs> <Yeah>. millennial guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, he not a like a Did you get business. past the big puppers? <laughs> with the, the puppers heads with of the cattos? Cattos. <laughs> I don't know whether it's cat day or dog day when I look at them. This movie is so far ahead of its time. Yeah. <laughs> So they immediately murder the mini Jar Jar. Yeah. Because it's not as cute as it was meant to be, actually. <laughs> but so they're, 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 the robot has maybe destroyed the planet. Sure. Looking, looking to, to, to just wreak havoc and it's a psychopath robot. That's why they're all so afraid of the robot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's just because the, 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 the revenge button's been triggered. Yeah. And but then maybe Julia Roberts and Clark Peters are like, 
Oh, it must. It's it's was searching for a sustainable, you know, ecosystem for human life. Maybe it's just been trying to pacify the region for us. You know, get rid of all the dangerous stuff. They still don't know that it's bad. Exactly, because right. they, they're like, yeah, maybe the robots exactly trying to make it safe. Yep. for us, or maybe the robots gone haywire. But what it really seems to have focused on destroying is all of these buildings that were ruining nature. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because that's what went wrong back on Earth. Oh, yes. They don't really know that yet. But so the robot's a threat. Maybe they know and they go, hmm, all right, well, maybe this planet is all right for us, but we've got to take care of the robot either way. Yeah. We've got to get back up to the ship, let everybody know. They yep. go to where the pod was. Pod's not there. Pod's no. gone. They're like, what the fuck? Did one of them fucking dog cats take it? Yeah. Cat dogs? <laughs> Cat dogs. Yes. <laughs> and that's when they get the call from Misha being like, psh, psh, psh. or maybe they, they, they patch back in yeah. is what they do to the ship to call Misha. Sure. And, and they're like, Misha, we can't come back. Or, or they, they see a security footage and they see Misha being like, hey, you're back walking up to the pod is what I'm trying to get. Oh, the pod's right. just gotten back there. Yeah. They're plugging into the nanny cam and they oh, see sure. Misha yeah, maybe they're thinking like, that they're getting home. Hey, Misha, we're, um, we can't find the pod. We're, we're, what, what, can you give us an idea of what's going on? She's like, what do you mean you can't find the pod? You, you guys just docked. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Misha, no. Get away Don't from get the pod, do- Misha. Yeah. Be like uh, me at a movie cinema after realizing that Maltesers are the greatest snack food. Get away from the pods. Mm. Yep. Uh, door opens, big robot walks out. Yep. And so this is just a, it's an, like a, a big robot? Suit robot, or is it a, a person? Do we have a recognizable actor playing this <sighs> robot as well? Maybe that's. It wouldn't be something you'd publicise. Maybe it's a secret cameo. Like okay. Alec Baldwin in uh, Notting, Notting Hill. Hill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that was a secret cameo. But yeah. <laughs> I think it was secret. I didn't know about it before I watched it 25 years later. Yeah. So, um, What would be a good secret cameo for 1997? Uh, <sighs> I mean, Arnie... Is you know uh, playing yeah. a killer robot would be a hell of a get, but I don't what think about it'd be possible. Stallone, <laughs> yeah. Mm. It, it it feels too stunty. Maybe we want like who's hmm. like an old school four ninety seven like sci fi person, like someone who may have been big in sci fi yeah. in like the seventies. Is it like is it Mark Hamill? Could be Mark Hamill. Could be Mark Hamill, but I feel like he was so on the outs with Hollywood back in ninety seven. Yeah, I don't know if they would have done even it. Bother. Yeah. Yeah, um, but that's oh maybe like a one of the Star Trek guys, not Shatner. Maybe Shatner ninety seven. He might do it. Yeah. Nimoy. Yeah, maybe Nimoy. Maybe Nimoy. Maybe a robot. Who played a robot <laughs> on Star Trek? Uh, that guy who played Data. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> who I think at this point is still currently in Star Trek: The Next Generation. Right. 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 Okay. Or someone with just a robotic voice, Jaleel. White, I believe his oh. name is, aka Steve Urkel. Yeah, okay. it could be Urkel. <laughs> it could be Urkel. Did I do? Wait, is that what he says? Yeah, I mean, yeah, he yeah. sounds kind of robotic. <laughs> yeah, doesn't it, doesn't Jaleel White do a voice? Isn't he a Sonic voice? the Hedgehog? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, everybody, get the hell off of my spaceship! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't mind Steve Urkel as the cameo. 
I don't love it because he doesn't have the physical presence. No, but he's in a suit. Okay. He's just doing the voice. Okay. Yeah, I well, imagine I, him with so a bunch of boxes this. on him. <laughs> we're giving Jar Jar an early test run for yeah. the Star Wars movie. <laughs> yeah. What if we're giving it? We even mentioned it before. Robin Williams an early test run for Bicentennial Man. Oh, this is where he gets the bug. This yeah. is where he wants to do. Uh, this is what gives him the idea for Bicentennial. Because he's already been in Jack and the Beanstalk in, yes. in, in our movies. Maybe this is the one he does right after it. That's okay. true. Yeah. Us as producers, we have already cast him, so he's in our wheel. In his in our, like, oh, he's stable. in the Rolodex. He's We've got stable. his number. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> we got him on speed dial. We got him on speed dial. Yeah, okay. Jack and the Ben stacks went really well. That's true. It got it. It got uh, you know, it got the bad taste out of the mouth of uh, people of after Jack. Jack. Yeah, Francis Ford Coppola back on top after it. Okay, so. In our in our world, in our canon, we are successful producers. Yeah. Jack and the Ben Stacks goes fantastic. Oh, we There's I mean yeah, every episode of his, Yeah, we've ever made is okay. gone spectacularly. Okay. This one goes spectacularly in the world of Notting Hill as well. So true, like, true, we, true. We, we have to assume that So we're in Notting Hill. I guess we are in Notting Hill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uncredited. I guess we're in all of these movies uncredited <laughs> these, as the these producers. Movies now by us doing them on this podcast all exist in the same universe. True yes, yeah, yeah, yeah true. All right. So Robin Williams? Robin Williams, He's as in the full Bicentennial Man stuff. If okay. we're giving Jar Jar a run, yeah. Yeah, then Robin Williams is also figuring out Bicentennial Man sure. four years before. And <laughs> This is the makeup test kind of thing that they, right. they yeah. we use this as like, we get a it's little money saving. Back. We're smart. Because they're starting to develop the idea of Bicentennial Man, so we get a little yeah. kickback for putting the makeup tests in our film. We've got Anna Scott in this movie. This movie cannot fail. Yes. Right. Why not throw a couple of things we're not sure about in here, get yep. a little few test audiences from the biggest movie of the summer now uh, when was one hour photo because that's also when Rod Williams does villain it's around the same time maybe I think, he's right? it might be after so he might be working that up too yeah he's doing just some drama so and he doesn't do voices he doesn't do any of it he just, just does his normal voice hey I'm I'm gonna here to destroy you <laughs> I'm been so reprogrammed. Robin Williams is here he's the flesh eating robot yes the door opens and Misha is hidden because they, they've oh, given yeah, they've her just the, had the call. Hey, okay. don't open it. She's stealthy as well, so she's fit underneath she's the tiles. She's away. Yep. Underneath and, the oh, tiles. From before. From before. She sneaks. Right. And in she's walks, just hiding behind like a lamp post or something. <laughs> <laughs> in walks Robin Williams and he's going straight for the control panel. Yep. They realise what's going on. They're like, look, he's torn apart this planet. Something's gone wrong with this robot. Yeah. It takes him ages to walk because he's doing the like full robot, like oh, yeah. really jittery, yeah. like he yeah. hasn't slow. figured out the Bicentennial Man <laughs> thing yet, so he's like doing too much robot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like yeah. stopping to dance <laughs> along the way. <laughs> yeah. Going backwards at one yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. why is he doing the moonwalk? He's like, oh, it's space. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then- Lovely little montage as from Misha, Misha Barton peeking out and seeing him do all these crazy things. Yeah. yeah. She's terrified, but she's kind of, she's got to like, admit, it's pretty yeah, funny. It's pretty entertaining. He's going for the control panel, but. Well, no, because he's looking for the. The adults, right? <laughs> Which, are, well, but he's gone. He's trying to go to the main ship. Oh, this yeah, This is just true. a scout ship, right? So if he's going for the control panel, what I'm thinking is Misha can get under there because she's stealthy and small, yeah. like a Victorian child around the back of a loom <laughs> yeah. and start pulling wires out. <laughs> okay. They're like, Misha. But he wants to... he No, because he doesn't know that the originals aren't there. He thinks... The, the Julia, it, yeah, like yeah, he, he thinks, thinks that, that Clark and Julia are the originals. Well, then why is he Remember, going back up to the ship if he knows they're on the planet? Maybe he because he took the escape pod back up to the ship. Yeah, well, yeah. they he couldn't find them on the planet, he didn't know so where they are. So he's gone yeah. up to he thinks once yeah. they know that Misha's there and in danger, yeah, they'll he's oh. to lure them. He's setting a trap, yeah, well, how... he loves it. Se- he's setting traps left, right, and center yeah. in this film. How yeah. about this? 
he's he's set in a trap because he so they think he's gonna fly it away. Right. He, they're like, Misha, you've gotta you've gotta unplug the things. And so <laughs> unplug the things. You gotta unplug all there's a bunch of fucking plugs behind the Yeah, controls. just unplug all the power Don't, plugs. And unplug them, just yank them out. <laughs> they're just regular sockets. And he he won't be able to plug them back in. She crawls around the back of there to do it ahead of the robot. Yep. The robot's walking real slow because he's doing all the stuff. Yes. <laughs> She's yanking them out, they're like, That'll stop him, we'll find a way to get back up to you and we'll 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 help you. Don't worry about it. But he's trying to get back to the main ship, which they're wrong about, but that's yeah, what they yeah. think. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, and he He's the, he must be trying to return to his master or something. Like they just don't know, right? Yeah, the, yeah. You you can't let him fly the ship away, or else we want. So she goes under there. She's pulling all the wires out. They think, okay, she's got that. We'll have a little bit of time. He plunges his hand through the control panel and yanks out Misha Barton. He yep. knew she was there with his heat vision or whatever. <laughs> yes. And he looks into the camera. You see him slowly look up into the camera they've been watching through, and he goes, "Return to the ship now, or I'll kill her." Oh, yes. you better come back to the ship. Oh, the ship's <laughs> where you better be. <laughs> and they're like, "What are you well, doing down there? We- well, why are you down there?" Oh. <laughs> We can't get back there because you took our escape pod. He's like, hmm. <laughs> but well, I'll I'll send it back down. I'll send you. it back down. I guess they're like, yeah. Are you just gonna kill us when we get back up? He's like, yeah, that's my goal. And they're like, well, why didn't you kill us down here on the planet? He's like, listen, I've got Misha Barton. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. I guess he wanted to get off the planet, right? I think he. Well, yeah. I I was. That that was a, I was thinking because those two were still alive, yeah. the originals, all with the pipes in them and shit. But he doesn't know that, that. he wants to kill them. Yeah, well, I thought he, he did know that. No, I think because the, the thing was that he's going to kill one of them and then realize it's not the original. It's Klein, yeah. yeah. And sure then he's going to try and go for the uh, the OG. So then, in that case, he's just gone up to look for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, which it doesn't make any sense. He doesn't know they're on the planet, though. But he does, because they're escape pods Yeah, they're, right there. they're pods there. Okay, what about this? They go off, they explore, they see all that shit. Yeah. They go back to the pod. Their pod goes back up. He's stowed away in the pod. He's stowed away as well. Yeah. Okay, That's fine. That's better. And oh, I'm stowing away. They, maybe that is where he kills Thingo. Yeah. Kills Clark yeah. Peters. Yes, perfect. Because like then the pod can get back, Julia Roberts can run away, and he's having a moment of like, wait a minute, this doesn't seem like the right blood. Yeah. <laughs> Even mm. though it's a clone, I don't know why it's... He can taste clones. He can, he just he knows, can he tell. can tell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a, there's a little sucks. chemical it's, in a clone. It's a is, photocopy of a photocopy. This yeah, movie yeah. is going to get so many like fucking early days forum posts going like, why love, did the robot... They're going <laughs> to yeah. theorise it's going to be br- so much engagement. It's going to be great. It's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we put our producer's hats on for that. But, yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't mind that, that they're on there and they're like, what happened to this planet? They're to all a Jar Jar. bit, yeah, and he's a bit like, scared. Oh, we got scared of uh, the thing. Yeah. They don't really maybe know it was the robot. And they're like, yeah, we've got to yeah. get out of here. Yeah. Get back in the pod. They're flying up. Out in the darkness, in the shadows, the lights of the robot light up. They're like, oh, what are you doing in... Why is this pod so dark in that one corner? <laughs> it must be really big and cavernous too to have a... Yeah, this is like a Doctor Who. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it's a pretty small escape pod, but you know what? Properly, it's we we have a good lighting technician. We have a good cinematographer. The best. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, you got Roger Deakins. Exactly. And then the... the, the oh, oh, oh. And he's still doing the robot, so it takes ages. And they're, <laughs> yeah. like, against the wall, like, screaming. Yeah. And he's dancing over towards <laughs> them, and they're, like, kind of run out of breath, and yeah, they yeah. stop There's screaming. Yeah, there's bits where they're, like, oh, we're safe, he's broken. And then <laughs> yeah. he's, like, no, he's, he's tricked him by doing the thing with his arms. Yeah. It was you. It was you who tore all this stuff apart. You were eating the flesh of all these animals who... Some of them attacked us, but we also, along the way, saw some carcasses, maybe. Yeah. Yes. And also, right. not all of them were evil animals. Some of them were friendly. You yeah. Them as well. It seems like you've gone psycho. Mm. I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> oh you better believe it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're like fighting it off or whatever. They're having an action scene. Mm-hmm. More. What are you doing? Where we come to? You know, You're colonize meant- this planet. You work for us. You're meant to be looking for food. Mm. Oh. I found food. Mm. Oh, and he puts his hand into <laughs> Clark Peters' chest. Yeah. Eats his heart. Yeah. Oh, out, yeah. Like, yeah. And it's terrifying. Bournemouth gets Fuck yeah, the... it would be. Yeah, into the camera. <laughs> Good morning, Zazok 34. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Bournemouth, they're back up at the thing. And yep. uh, they... Um, Julia Roberts runs out. Misha Barton's there, and she's like, "What the fuck? He's dead!" And she's like, "Don't use that kind of language." <laughs> and uh, they they run off into the other part of the ship or whatever. Mm-hmm. He is in the escape pod. This mm-hmm. robot tastes the blood. Yeah, goes. Mm, it's not the right one. And they manage yeah. to close the. That's door. That's a nice ambiguous line as well. It's not the right one. They close the door mean? and jettison the pod back out. Thinking that they're safe, right? To go back to the colony ship, right? Yep. Where more of these robots will have come back from? There. They've all been awakened, right? Yeah. The trigger's gone all off the for all of the revenge robots. You mean? So there's other yep. Julia Robertses and other Clark Peters oh, sure, 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 because sure, they yeah, found okay. a habitable yep. planet, right? Yeah. yeah so yeah, maybe yeah, okay. they think they're away from the robot and they're safe. Yep. You see what I mean? They jettison it back out with Clark Peters alien style. Body. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So Clark Peters, <laughs> I guess, doesn't ha- get to have the garbage truck thing come back. <laughs> Uh, no, he, some of them are just red herrings. Maybe yeah. when it when the uh, android's hand is plunged into his chest, he's like, "Oh no, this is like when my daughter died. It's just make me feel bad." Yeah, this yeah. reminds me of that garbage truck incident. This, this is the second time I've been heartbroken. Or, or like, I guess getting destroyed by machines runs in the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. crazy set of last words. Yeah. All right, we're um, flying off. Robin Williams, of course, is still on the ship. He's not in the escape pod. He's He made it there. Well, I thought we were going to have the other robot, what Robin Williams is, be the future ones. Oh, okay. Like back at the... Well, I, Does that I th- make sense? I think that you got to end it before they reach it and set it up so it's like they've failed. So, like, Robin Williams is, like, clawing on. He gets through the airlock. Right, he punches his way out of the, out of the jettisoned uh, yep. pod... Leaps through space onto the shuttle, onto the little shuttle, yeah, and and that's when he reveals the twist, right? We've got to reveal it to our main characters. Well, I was figuring we'd reveal it when we get back to the ship, and they'd run into a second one or something. But maybe you're right that we should have it here in some way. I feel like it ends. It's got to end here with the cliffhanger of like he's gonna go and kill them all. Probably. The movie has to end here. I think so. Well, not like right here, but in this scene. Oh wait, no! I was so. I would imagine we go back and we wrap up like we see the old cunts and we see the okay. the the colony ship and like we we have a fight. Okay, big budget yeah. fight. I think we yeah. got to yeah. I think okay. we got to do that. I think this might be sort of the the end of Act 
two sort of part of the movie. Okay, it's again, it's big budget, so we need to get onto that ship. We need to. I mean, yeah. we're, you know, we're we're getting we're getting in before the Matrix. We're having a scene where there's like yeah, true, dozens if not hundreds. And of, we haven't uh, had enough Julia Roberts's and Clark Peters's. Yeah, not enough fights yet either. So what happens here? He punches yeah, okay. his way out of the pod and he transforms into like basically an X-wing, but different enough sure. that it looks different. <laughs> and now we have a space <laughs> battle. <laughs> Misha yep. Barton's had to run up to the cannons. And she's like, they've taught her how to... She's like, Julie Roberts goes, you don't know how to use them. They're too dangerous. She's like, Clark Peters taught me how to do it. Yeah. He said, no surrogate daughter of mine is also getting destroyed by some machine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Julia Roberts is like, how did you sneak off? There's only three of us on the ship. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's crazy that he gave you secret lessons. And she's like, yeah. well, anyway, I can shoot. And yeah. they have a huge space battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lasers firing everywhere. They go through an asteroid field. Oh, yes. They go through another asteroid field. Robin Williams just constantly chasing through. Yeah. Yeah. And, and unstoppable. Like the yeah. second Terminator. He yeah, like yeah, transforms yeah. into different shapes. Okay. Uh, like the genie. At one p- yeah. At one point, they're just like drifting in the asteroid belt. Like, I think we've lost him. Wait, that asteroid over there looks kind of metallic. Yeah, and he's just disguised then, himself as a yeah. rock. <laughs> that asteroid looks kind of metallic. Uh oh! And they see in the metallic asteroid a, a reflection, reflection of the of just him as a robot. Yeah, <laughs> just a humanoid <laughs> robot. Looking through hands. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, big big fight. Yeah. At some point, they uh, damage the robot enough. That they're like, okay, we kind of got it here. And Misha Barton runs down because yep. she's curious. She's always been curious. Mm-hmm. She runs down to like the 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 the, the grav beam part and brings it in. And Julie Roberts is like, "What are you doing? That thing killed Clark Peters. It, it it's gonna kill you. Stop it!" And she's like, "Why is it doing this? Mm. Don't you want to know?" And she's mm-hmm. like, "I know why because it's a psychopath, flesh eating robot." Mm. And Misha goes, "I think there's more to it." And then the audience goes. Oh. oh, is there more to it? Mm. More to it, huh? It just seemed like a pretty straight up and down, like, killer robot sort of movie. If yeah. anything, I'd have preferred that. But all right, let's see what's... You want to uh... complicate this? Okay, let's complicate it. <laughs> all right, if we it. want to take this further than it needs to go, let's... Uh... <laughs> well, I'm getting about to the end of this popcorn here, which mm-hmm. is how long my patience is. And then someone like goes, shh. And then we continue. We're only an hour and 33 minutes in. (laughs) Still got an hour to go. Which is an absurd length for a film in 1997, but will become the norm. (laughs) Oh, actually, I should say, there's a a thing I found online of a shot of the press pack that they are given for this film when Hugh Grant is uh, doing the pretend junket. And it says on it, running time, 90 minutes. Right. Well, this is minute. Wrap it up, boys. Yeah. This is minute fifty. Yeah. It must so this be. is this is a lean film. Not it, much has happened so not far. Not much has really. happened. We True. Could, yeah, we could get all this done in ninety minutes. What we've what because we've come up with so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we grab beam the sort of broken body of Robin Williams in, and Misha Button's like, "What's going on? Did you, you found a perfectly good planet? Why are you attacking us?" Mm. He goes, "I was programmed to get rid of uh, any dangerous things on a planet. The most dangerous thing." Still out there, mm. back on the home ship. And they're like, what are you talking about? That's where humans live. He's like, <laughs> yes, the last humans alive live on that planet. <laughs> the last two. Blah, 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 yeah. Blah, yeah. Blah. They like, destroyed you that noise when you, you're a robot. Died. They destroyed an entire planet. That's how dangerous they are. Yeah. 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 Uh, 
and you were there, <laughs> and you were there, and the guy I killed before he was there. And so I don't know if they maybe they reveal, he reveals all of it or he the, he gives us enough to maybe be like, he gi- he gives them enough mean? and then he dies. So he mm. says that he says like I'm looking for the people who destroyed Earth and they're still alive. Blah, blah. Okay. Yep. We got to get back to home and and, and figure this out. And on yeah. the way back, Misha Barton, curious twelve year old, she's like, "Why do you, why are you so strict with me?" To Julie Roberts, and she's like. Listen, you've just always been a been a been difficult. You've asked too many questions ever since you were born. She's like, "When was I born?" Mm. She remembers like, "What are you talking about?" I don't. At a, at a, in, a, in a hospital back on Earth, I mm. remember it. Do you remember it? Do you remember coming here? Do you remember what you had for breakfast yesterday? <laughs> this has happened in less than a day. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Do you remember? Do you remember? The, and she's like questioning her, and Julia Roberts is like going blank. And every it, and now then again. they're like, "Well, why isn't the home ship hailing us? Like, why haven't we heard anything mm-hmm. back from from home? Like, do you remember what the home ship looks like? Do you remember ever meeting anyone other than me and uh, Clark Peters?" <laughs> The actor's name? Do you remember the true clone? Do you remember? Do you remember yeah. anything? Uh, and so she's being curious because for whatever reason, I don't know, she just didn't get programmed. This is a great time yeah. to have this conversation too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's still blood on their faces. Yeah, yeah. Like they're, they're, but this is and this is happening fast. You know, you set up this concern, this like uh, this tension and this curiosity, and then immediately it's like, hey. You're at the ship. They've been light speeding the yeah. whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're back at the ship. Because again, like, you don't have a lot of minutes left in this movie. She's like, listen, Misha Barton, you're too much like I was. She's like, right? Mm. Just stop, stop asking questions. We'll find our answers back at the home ship. And yeah. little does she know, she's certainly right about yes. that. Yeah. She's coming back in the ship and she's like, oh, look, a bunch of the other ships are here. That's good. And they look through the window of one. <laughs> they can see into it. Yeah. Not that much space in between them. And one of the robots, he's flying that ship. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, like the robots have killed the other crews, yes. right? Yes, yep. yes. They're all coming back to attack the ship. And they're like, oh, no, another big space battle. They're yeah. trying to shoot some of them down. Mm-hmm. Some of the robots get on board the ship. Julia Roberts and uh, Misha Barton land. And immediately they run trying to find it. And there's no one around. Mm. And they can hear robots clanking in the distance. And Misha's like, listen, follow my lead. I know stealth. Yes. And she's just pressing her back up against walls. <laughs> yeah. And like closing her eyes as robots walk past. Doing the big lampshades on walk. her heads. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. They, and they end up going into the ship and there's just no one around. Yeah. What's going on here? But it's set up like it's for a colony of humans. But it's almost like some selfish humans have scarpered off with it. Mm-hmm. And then eventually they find the big clone tank room, I guess. Yeah, all the yep. clone tanks, prestige style. Yeah. It's all Hugh Jackman's and they're like, well, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's not even that big yet. He hasn't done swordfish <laughs> or anything. Uh, but getting to the point where the robots and them are converging on the big original people, right? Right. Yep, yeah. Yep. Who, I guess they've been chased into the clone room. They're like, they're, they like stop and like, oh, we're safe. Wait a minute. How'd you get over there so fast? <laughs> and how, why did you get into that vat naked? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Clark Peters, he's alive again. Wait a minute. There's another one. I didn't know he was twins. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it must be triplets. I've got bad news about their brother. 
uh, they, they see all of that shit. You start kind of putting it together and we get, because the robots are sort of chasing them, the robots are going to this like sure. original. They're this, hurting the, them that way. Yeah. yeah. They're walking to the uh, still alive people's room. They get there. They're running behind the robots, lock the doors. And you see these big like Jabba the Hutt looking versions yes. of Julia Roberts and Clark Peters mm-hmm. who are like plugged in with all these wires like Wally, and they're like, I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're the first clones to have made it here. I used to be so beautiful. Mm. All of that sort of shit. Yep, yep. Like, tell us what's going on. They're like, well, we've implied it enough <laughs> yeah. during the film, and I think that the producers kind of explained it on a sister podcast yeah. to the film. But so. basically, we destroyed Earth through our selfishness and greed, and uh, we're the last living people because we were so rich, and we made a bunch of clones to keep um, furthering our lives, and for them to find a planet that could sustain life us. again. Try um, and rejuvenate us, because yeah. even though the clones are literally us, we're so selfish that we don't even care about them. We're yes. using them as fodder, yes. and uh, the robots were made by like you know the people in the, on Earth who were the, the company yeah, to like come uh, and get us one day sabotaged the whole plan, yeah that really. sort of shit yeah. doesn't really make sense but also in the future you're going to go back in time and set up the whole thing there's going to be like a time loop <laughs> in the original draft that I think will make it make more sense anyway. that's a deleted scene on the Blu-ray on the DVD actually I should say no the, anyway. the VHS yeah true yeah. and this is this yeah. is huge for Anna Scott getting to sort of play against the heroine type yes right but on the way to this this hall as well is where there's that rotating two. 2001 oh, corridor. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. down. sure, That's sure, from sure. The they get sure. chased around it, and then <laughs> we gotta we gotta keep it tight because I, yeah. I, you know, I gotta remind you that 90 minutes that probably also includes the credits. It's coming up, and <sighs> yeah. we're gonna it's like a film for babies. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna need a big fight too, like a big. Okay, yeah. so how about this? But if you can find us a planet, then we will set the clones free. Okay, we're not monsters. We're narcissists, but not monsters. We're human beings, and that's the whole point of it, is that this is what humans are capable of. Yeah. Anyway, so if you can uh, find us a decent planet, we'll make you a bargain. We'll let you go. Blah, 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 blah. Bile starts coming out. Yeah. Someone's pulled the plug out. Oh. And right, of both of them. Clark yeah. Peters was also saying this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And out from behind walks the person who programmed the robots to do this. He's gotten his revenge. The robots have brought him to the ship. Yes. And so, strutting out from behind <laughs> the giant bodies of Julia Roberts and Clark Peters, a single headdress feather can be seen. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> And he's not another. even walking. It's like the walls are just yeah. moving, and he's standing still to make <laughs> yeah. it look like he's just gliding. He slides along. into frame. Yeah, JT from Jamiroquai, <laughs> and he says, "I was JT." Yeah, was that him? JK. JK. <laughs> JT. That's what you said before. Yeah, I, I don't know what his yeah. name is. Uh, that's where I got it from. I'm, I'm not stupid. <laughs> Justin Timberlake. J- right? JTT. J- 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 Jonathan Taylor Thomas <laughs> yeah. from Home Improvement is yeah. playing JK in this film. Love Inside's that. Inside's JK, played by Jonathan Taylor Thomas, and he says, uh, Hey, thanks for leading me here. I've been using this robot army for years, but I've never been able to find the place. You led me right to it, and I was able to finally kill these sons of bitches who destroyed Earth. Mm-hmm. Julia Roberts is like, ah, do two wrongs make a right? And he's like, don't give a shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going to I'm happy you. now. Yeah. I'm, I feel satisfied. Yep. I've got my revenge, and now the robots start swarming. JT, J... Jamiroquai is on them. <laughs> it could be Justin Timberlake as well. <laughs> the, every popular band. I thought it was going to be Robin Williams. Just well, human Robin Williams. Human Robin Williams. Oh, sure. You know, he was, he's, he's pretending to be a robot. No, no, he's modelled the robot on himself. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> I don't it, mind that. It could be. That's it, usually how it is, right? Like, Or it's modelling the android on the creator. Yeah. It's like yeah. a, a trope, yeah. yeah? 
So uh, they're getting chased by the band members from Jamiroquai 2, though. Yeah. yeah. I, and we have to have a massive clone versus robot fight, right? All the clones, All the clones break up. break free or wake up. While yeah. this has been happening, Misha Barton has snuck yep. around the back. Her one trait. Yep. <laughs> yep. Where there's a big red button that says, wake up all clones. Yeah. <laughs> and she bashes it. She's like, hey, We're Robin gonna- Williams. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, uh, what, what, what would be a cool action line to say about waking up clones? <laughs> Ooh, okay. That's a specific yeah. writing yeah, prompt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it should take us like four days. In <laughs> um, um, looks like you all know. Uh, um, how about this? Yeah, uh, I'm glad you finally led me here. They were my they, my uh, favorite enemies. So. Uh, uh, I don't know how to thank you or some or um yeah. I'm I'm so glad that you're here. And Misha Button goes, Hey, guess what? There's plenty of me to go around. Okay. Boom, bangs on the button. Yeah. He's like, what about what? <laughs> what do you mean? What about looks like a hundred of me woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Sure. Mm-hmm. And they're angry mm-hmm. at you. Mm-hmm. Uh, something like, You have been my plaything this entire time. Hey, Robin Williams, I ain't nobody's dolly. Like okay. the clone sheep. Oh, Dolly yes. the clone sheep. Yeah. Um, what about, I think I just got my wake-up call. Uh, sure. <laughs> you're, you're focusing on the wake-up one. Yeah. Uh, the, the, what about like, um, oh, I've done it. And she's like, hey, Robert and Williams, you need to, t- you think they were evil? You need to take a look in the mirror. I know I sure have. <laughs> yeah. Some fucking line, about either about waking something up. about like two wrongs not making a right. She's like, but a hundred of me are going to make for you getting your ass kicked. Yeah, are going to make you that's dead. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, not yeah. bad. Yeah. Two wrongs don't make a bad right, about a million wrongs. Yeah. And all the Julia Robertses and all of the Clark Peters wake up. Mm-hmm. She says all of those, by the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah I guess she's just said, She keeps yeah. hitting the button. There's like 15 <laughs> yeah. buttons to wake up the different <laughs> yeah, batches yeah. of clones. Yeah, the whole sequence that she has to push. Yeah. And the whole time Robin Williams has been trying to get to her, but he also walks like a robot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's that not walking the... like that because it's a robot. Yeah. It's modelled on his walk. It's modelled exactly. on his shitty, stupid walk. It yeah. was that ironically capture. is him doing the robot. Yeah, yeah. 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 Huge, big battle across the whole ship. They're yeah. robots a versus clone the war. Clone, a clone war. Mm. And Jar Jar's like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> A clone war in the future, methinks. They haven't figured out Jar Jar at all You're just doing Yoda. Yeah, but we want options. <laughs> I mean, options we want. Oh, probably shouldn't do that one. Uh, big, big fight. Huge thing blowing up the ship. Everything's getting yeah. destroyed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, main Julia Roberts and Robin Williams are fighting. Yes. Misha Barton is sneaking around, like in the rafters, dropping sandbags on yes. people's heads. Yeah, like yeah, a theater. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Everyone is fighting. Clark Peters is back, you know, and a bunch of him. And they keep getting into, like, human pyramids. Yeah, of course and, you like, would. And, yeah. like, doing... They're water skiing around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the Zords from uh, Power Rangers. Yes. They all kind of form into one big one and then oh. have a big fight. God, this would be a lot of CG to make and that. And it's, like, 90s CG, yeah. too. Yeah, it doesn't look great pretty now. Shit. Or... Yeah. or or they're all like, um, like Clark Peters and Julia Roberts or Anna Scott have been trained in uh, physical contortion. Yeah. So they just like do a bunch of you know uh, put them together in all contorted ways. Right, right. right. That's oh, 
Misha Barton is a gymnast, which yeah. means Julia Roberts is a gymnast. True. Yes. They're True. all gymnasts. They're all gymnasts. And Clark Peters is um, also able to do it. He's also a gymnast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're all coming together to symbolize humanity working together to overcome yes. this problem of selfishness, yep. which is now embodied by Robin Williams, whose whole motivation was that the other people have been selfish. Yeah, yeah. But... Anyway, they, they're fighting and Robin Williams is fighting main Julia Roberts. He's like, what are you doing? You're destroying the ship. You're going to kill. We're the last humans alive. And she's like, the last humans died long ago. Mm. No, they just died before. Remember? No, I just killed them a yeah. second ago. Like, no, but my point is that like humanity is what humans are. And you're being inhumane. And so like the last act of humanity should be justice. But literally, it was just like five minutes ago. Oh, I, pulled the pl- I can probably put him back in. Yeah. It's a high tech thing. You're, you're acting like such a robot. <laughs> And I guess... Thank you. I've been thank you. practicing. <laughs> Bicentennial man coming out soon. <laughs> I guess everybody dies yeah. in this fight. Yeah, because no one's actually in the right. We don't have a, a anyone to root for, really. Yeah. Maybe just original... Maybe a Misha Barton survives. Yeah. yeah. Someone's got to survive for... The double Helix. For double yeah, true. Helix, so it's... it's yeah. Yeah. Misha, okay. ba- Misha Barton is alone on the last ship. Everyone's died. And there's a little thing that comes up saying, beep, 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 planet detected yeah. or whatever. Yes. And then we zoom out. And Misha oh, Barton yeah. takes off the virtual reality. Or Julia Roberts takes oh! off the virtual reality go- goggles and... Uh, uh, there's uh, Clark Peters yeah. in a He's suit. He's like, so uh, how did the mission simulation go? He goes, so do we uh, have a deal for the abandoned Earth plan? And Julia Roberts says, oh. no deal. Yeah. And we zoom out and Earth is blue again. Yeah. Yep. Uh, no deal, Andrew. <laughs> yeah. I guess that is a time loop. So we shouldn't do that. Misha Barton is yeah. just alone in space. Yep. BBB yeah, Planet yeah. Detected. BBB Planet Double detected. Helix coming to theatres soon. Yeah. Oh, soon? Yeah, it's already in production. <laughs> they're doing like a Hobbit thing with their It's, oh, it's like James Bond, right? Yeah. Yeah, Misha Barton will appear in Double Helix. Yeah, coming people soon. are like, boo! <laughs> okay. Screaming at the screen, throwing fucking soda at it. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. But no, they love it. Remember? It's yeah. a successful, beloved film. I think this would be, or would have been at the time, successful. Sci-fi, space yeah. thriller. Yeah. Again, they're playing it straight, not the way we're delivering it. True. Like, if you just take the beats of this plot, it's not a bad sci-fi movie. Jar Jar Binks is in it. <laughs> yeah, but people, when they go yeah. to the cinema, they don't know that it's, it's only, like, down yeah. the line that it's it just becomes, It's just a cute like, little alien that at this weird? point. Yeah. Yeah. Episode one kind of taints Helix rather than yes. the other way around. Exactly, yeah. 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 Don't yeah. mind that point of view. Yeah. yeah. And that's also why... That's part of the frosty reception from episode one. Is people are like, right? They took that little robot, that that little alien that we they bastardized baby charger. And they fucked him. <laughs> was yeah. Kelsey Grammer what, they filming? Cast him? Yeah, was he filming Frasier at the time? <laughs> what right. is Kelsey Grammer? <laughs> <laughs> All right, there we go. Yeah, we could wrap that up in ninety minutes. Yeah, I reckon. I reckon it's doable. Yeah, it's definitely doable. Yeah. Well, to find out a review, go get your, uh, your, your the most recent episode of Horse and Hound uh, yeah. Yeah, from the film that this and film is from. Stay tuned and listen in to our trailer for Helix. When mankind is stuck amongst the stars, searching for a new planet on which we can live, one woman has to find a way. Space is cold. And it's empty, but we have to go on. Anna Scott is in this movie, Helix, starring 
Anna Scott. Turbo lifts activated. You loved her in her blockbuster movies, Anna Scott. And now she's in this movie. It's Anna Scott. Galaxon 5, come in. Over. You know, Anna Scott, she uh, hooked up with some guy in a bookshop, right? It's crazy what these celebrities get up to these days. Full tractor beam array, engaged. Actually, uh, not to kiss and tell, but I actually fucked her. Laser systems at 100%. Yeah, well, you know, it was, um, it was actually before the, the bookshop guy. It was, um, it was in the, uh, a different bookshop. Exoplanetary alignment is... Co- I, hey, what the fuck? Yeah, she said that I was one of her top roots. Those were her words. Said uh, I was better than anybody famous. All right, we're, we're done with recording this promo. Helix, starring Anna Scott, who, yeah, is, like, obsessed with me now, actually. She's, like, always calling me, being like, give me that dick that is so great. And, like, I'm, like, disgusting, Anna. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence does the same thing. Rated five stars by Horse and Hound magazine. Not coming to theaters soon. Perfect. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.